Ever find yourself worrying about every possible outcome in a given situation? Recently, a photographer asked me how to grow thicker skin so she could stop worrying so much. I think it's something many of us struggle with personally, but in a professional setting, with the pressure of selling your photos to someone, it amplifies all of the feelings. Cue the tears. It hurts when we mess up or someone criticizes our photography business. We put so much of ourselves into it that it feels so personal, even if it is just business. Then we start to give a lot of emotional energy to what ifs. What if a client gets mad at me? What if my business falls apart because of this one bad decision? What if something really bad happens? Now that I'm 23 years into my photography business career, I've changed a lot in how I view and respond to negative comments. And I've even overcome my fear of getting those negative comments, or at least most of them. Today, I'll share my tips for what I do when someone puts you down and what to do about your own fears that keep you stuck. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. When someone makes me feel like I'm a bad person, it stings worse than someone laughing at my outfit or making a not so nice comment about my bad hair day. When I started my business, I remember feeling insecure and feeling like, oh gosh, I'm a jerk for offering things to make money a little bit, right? And on really bad days, little comments and my own head trash would send me into a tailspin, feeling bad for trying to make money in my business, even though that's the goal of business, right? Or they would be called nonprofits. Early in my career, I was much more sensitive. Obviously, I was so much younger, 23 years ago, and I gave so much emotional energy to what people think, or worse, what they might say to me. What if someone yells at me on the phone? What if they tell their friends and they're all talking about me? And nowadays, we sit and wonder, what if they say something negative on social media? What if this? What if that? Ugh, it's exhausting. Well, here are some things that have helped me avoid getting derailed by what other people said or my thoughts about what the heck they might say. Number one, be objective. To start, when something negative is said, whether verbally or in writing, I try to be objective. Is this just them being mean or is there any validity to their comment? Some of the hardest feedback can hurt to hear, but I try to take out the anger in the comment and I look at, okay, Sarah, is there anything here that can actually help you be better? And over the years, I found that sometimes there actually is really good feedback because if one person's saying it, maybe others are thinking it and maybe it can help me be a better entrepreneur. 
But I get it. It's easy to become defensive. So I always try to stop myself and put myself in their shoes. And I look at, okay, if I were that person, how would I be feeling right now? Sometimes it's valuable and useful. So if it is, think about how it can help you, how you can be better, how you can grow. And gosh, if you need to apologize or go fix something. Sometimes we have to do that. And in business, you might as well get comfortable with it because I know it's, it's, we're human, right? And we all mess up. On the other hand, it's not always about me, right? If I know that I did everything I could and I can chalk it up to someone else having a bad day, then I make an important decision. I decide not to let this pull me down or steal my joy for the day and I move on. More about how to move on in a second. But in a world of social media where people can spout mean things the second it pops into their head, we can't control that, but we can control how we react and the power we give others over our energy and our feelings. Number two, and this was a hard one for me, realize you aren't for everyone. I think as leaders, yes, if you own a business, you are a leader, that to do great work for some you're going to have to not be the flavor of choice for others. By nature, to succeed in business, you have to find an audience and focus 100% on thrilling them. Rarely does a business succeed by thrilling everyone. That's the nature of finding an open spot in the market. Learning that it's okay not to work for everything was hard for me because I like making everyone happy. I want everyone to have photos of their children because I wasn't photographed as a child. But I have learned that you have to be okay with everyone not loving you. When I started Joy of Marketing, we would email photographers on our list and we would get snotty emails telling us how we were evil and horrible and we were going to burn in hell because we're sending so many emails. How dare we? And then a little bit later, we would get another email and another and another from people who were in tears because what we've taught them has changed their lives. I have such a strong moral obligation to help others who want help and need help. And I know that to do that, I'm going to have to have some haters. And my thought was, hey, if it's not serving you, unsubscribe. But they'd rather hate on me, right? Someone told me once, haters don't pay the bills. <laughs> I kind of just really feel that way. As long as we're serving some people, we can't make everybody happy. And I don't harbor ill will against the people who hate on me. I personally wish them well. And because I have an abundance mindset, I release them into the universe to find the mentor for them, to find the shining light that can guide them out of their own darkness because we all need that. In my photography business, I feel like there is a photographer for everyone. I've been really fortunate because I learned early on how to love on people who are right fit clients who come in and they want to be pampered and taken care of and they want this artwork to be planned for their walls and for their homes. I have the most amazing clients, but I also know there are people out there who are just looking for digital files. Right, And even though they're not going to be my client, I send them away with happiness and goodwill. There's someone out there for everyone. And I'm sure there are some people who dislike what I do or the fact of the boutique business model and that it even exists. But I have so many happy clients in my photography business that I just don't let it bother me anymore. 
People are all entitled to their own opinion. And if they hate the fact that I make a living not selling digital files, that's okay with me. Number three, reset when you're stuck on what if. I think more emotional energy is wasted on what if than actual conflicts. What if someone says this? What if someone says that? The key, I think, is realizing when this is happening and you're letting this situation, this sort of fear of the situation, take too much emotional energy. Once you notice that you're doing this, you're wasting emotional energy on this, don't let yourself go down a pity path. Give yourself a moment and maybe even keep a list of things you can do to reset yourself. Walk, take a bath, play with your kids, have a date night. With my peak performance coaching students, I have them keep what we call a tenacity journal where they fill it with positivity, things their clients have said, happiness, notes, love notes from their family, right? And I tell them, it is going to get hard and just know that's coming. So when it does, go to your tenacity journal, give yourself a moment to be sad about whatever, go to your tenacity journal, lift yourself up and then find something else to occupy your brain. Don't let it go back to those thoughts. I like to give my brain something juicy and productive to dig into, whether that's education or planning versus cleaning my house or things where my brain can think on what I don't want it to. But that's part of, I think, life is figuring out how to control where your brain puts its energy. Number four, realize this starts at home. How you deal with personal issues are going to overflow into how you deal with work issues. Teach yourself not to indulge in the drama in places in your life. And you know what? You'll find something super surprising. It starts to go away, right? If you have people in your life who are negative, who pull you down versus lift you up, lean the other way. Life is just too darn short to keep putting ourselves into that abuse. On the other hand, you have that friend or that family member who will always support you, always listen to you. Let them be your lighthouse and keep your business dealings away from the dark people in your life. Same thing with clients. If there's no validity to their comment or concerns, or maybe you realize that you weren't a right fit after all and you need to send them on their way with love, that's okay, right? Do it and move on. Number five, get over yourself. Know that to succeed in business, you're gonna have to put yourself out there. You're gonna have to be vulnerable. You're gonna have to publicly make mistakes and apologize, right? And fix things. But if you do your best and you and you fix things out of love, people will understand, right? We're all human and all we can do is our best. And if they don't understand, you know what? There's nothing we can do about that. All we can do is know that we did our best, we apologized, and, uh, and we have to keep going as well. This is hard. I know it's hard. I know it's a hard mindset to have, but the more you do it, the better you get, and it's worth getting better at. It's going to benefit you in your family and in your personal life also. The best way to get better is to just do it, mess up, and learn how to fix it. That's how we all grow. And number six, remember, you're a good person. At the end of the day, remember that. Seriously, you're a good person. You're doing your best to create a business that thrills people. And if someone doesn't love your prices or your system or your photography, that's okay. 
Usually it isn't about you. And in the scheme of life, when you know you're a good person and you're working hard to take care of the people you love and and other people who you want to have photography because you didn't, it's okay. Let it go. Because there are some people in life who just live to cause others pain. (laughs) There really are. So keep filling up your own tank so that when something negative or unexpected comes flying at you, you can take a breath and you have the energy to go through these steps and move on, okay? Go through these steps and then move on. You've got to keep going. Don't let this build up a bunch of head trash about how you're a bad person. You're not. This is just part of life. Look, this is truly one of the hardest things about being in business that no one ever talks about. I get it. I get that there are some others, maybe they're jealous, maybe they're mean, maybe they're unhappy, maybe they're just good people having a bad day, right? But some people just look to plant seeds of fear and doubts in others. There are people who invite drama into their lives and you can't avoid getting in their path. But what you can control is being conscious about it and your reaction to it. That's how you can minimize a lot of the strife. And when unexpected things happen, you can take them with stride and not get all torn up for days. If you've done something wrong and you've legitimately screwed up, do your best to make it right and then move on. If you talk to someone who thinks you have the worst business and business model in the world, that's their opinion. Let it go. Remember, it's not always about you. I want you to remind yourself that you are doing the work to become a better person, to lift others and to create beautiful artwork that people look at every day and get goosebumps. You are worth what you're charging and I want you to believe in yourself. If just more today than yesterday. Really, I truly believe that the more you believe in yourself, the better things will go for you. And I want you to know, truly, from the bottom of my heart, I will believe in you until you can believe in yourself. Probably one of the most fragile phrases of going boutique is that tender spot where you're fired up about the possibilities, but you don't have a ton of income coming in yet because you haven't gotten your first thousand dollar client, the person we call your Julie. Going boutique really turns your business upside down in a good way with new systems for selling, for marketing, and for pricing, and it can really be heart pounding and nerve wracking. Well, one of the ways I've made the transition easier for photographers is my 30 day fast track course, Boutique Breakthrough, where we scrub through your prices, your photography, your brand, and your selling system to make you fully boutique. We only open this course up a few times a year to a small group of photographers, because my team and I literally hold your hand through the transition. A new class is starting soon, so if you're interested in learning more, go to boutiquebreakthrough.com for a free training to see if Boutique Breakthrough is right for you.